and welcome back to Regarding Rocky Top. I'm Max Pennell, joined by my co-host, Davis Boving. And this is episode four. Today we'll be talking about Tennessee's end of the regular season in basketball with their loss to Auburn. We'll do an extensive preview of what we think will happen in the SEC tournament for Tennessee and then just overall how we think the tournament will go. We'll answer a listener question. We'll also briefly talk, touch on the spring game announcements which were made this past week and then Tennessee's midweek loss to Boston College last night in baseball. So stay tuned and we'll cover all those in this oncoming episode. So Davis, let's just jump right into it. Last Saturday, Tennessee fell to Auburn on the road. It was a tough game and one really that felt like it could have been one for the Vols. They were up at halftime, leading late into the second half, and then just went stagnant on offense for the last five, six minutes. It was the first game we saw them play without Sakai Ziegler in the lineup. What did you take away from that game? Um, overall, you see the same theme as the scoring drought hits. Uh, I think it might have been five minutes without scoring at the end of the second half. Uh, continue to struggle on the road. There was really nothing incredibly lopsided when you look at the stat sheet in this game. Walt didn't do anything incredibly out of the ordinary, but I think it just shows that we're continuing to struggle on the road, and hopefully these neutral site games will be a little brighter. Yeah, I think that's something that maybe hasn't been a narrative enough around this team is the road troubles and then you know seeing how that will translate to neutral court. Because from here on out, Every game Tennessee's going to play is going to be at a neutral site, whether it's Nashville and wherever they go in the NCAA tournament. They're not going to have the comfort of TBA, and we've seen on the road in the SEC they really struggled. Obviously, you know, if you want to look at it, more of a glass-half-full approach. They went into Atlantis back in December, or November, actually. That's a neutral site. They beat Kansas. They beat USC. They beat Butler. They won that tournament, so hopefully – you know, it's more of a road issue than just being away from TBA or else this team's in real trouble for both the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. Um, I took away kind of similar. You know, it's the same issues we've been talking about basically for a month on this podcast with the offense just struggling to consistently have enough threats. And we, we've said it before, we don't, we don't really feel like we have the guy that you go through a five-minute scoring drought, we don't have a guy you can turn to and say, all right, get us out of this. Just, you know, see one go through the hoop. Uh, ebb the, the ebbs and flows of the game, you know, you need someone there to be a steady hand. And even without even with Ziegler, there wasn't that person, but that certainly doesn't help. Um, so, yeah, they finished the regular season 22-9, and 11-7 in conference. The loss to Auburn coupled with a Missouri and Kentucky win actually caused the Volunteers to fall to the number five seed in the SEC tournament, which – means they have to play tomorrow on Thursday instead of getting that double bye to Friday. They will play the winner of South Carolina Ole Miss, which tips off in about an hour from when we were recording. Um, Tennessee went 3-0 against those teams combined, beat South Carolina by 40-plus both times. Falling to the five seed, how big an issue is that to you? Well, it's a big deal. You have to play an extra game, obviously. Um, Tennessee's pretty used to going straight to the quarterfinals, but this year, starting on Thursday, um, I don't expect to have too big of an issue in the first round, but it's it's definitely an obstacle we're going to have to overcome Seeing starting a day earlier. Yep, and then if they win that game, get by South Carolina or Ole Miss, they would play number four Missouri in the quarterfinals. Obviously, Missouri beat Tennessee on that prayer of a buzzer beater back in November, I mean back in February at TBA. 
Um, I'm sure Tennessee would love a rematch with them, try and prove that that was a fluke. Um, you know, Missouri, they have a dynamic team. They're a tournament team. How would you feel about Tennessee going into a matchup with Missouri on Friday, assuming they can get by South Carolina or Ole Miss? No, I like the thought of it. I, I, I would like to see a rematch with Missouri. I feel like we didn't play them as badly as it looked back in February. They hit a lot of tough threes on us, but I feel like uh, assuming you can get by Thursday, you see them on Friday, that's not really – that's probably what would, I would say – the most favorable matchup out of all the double buy teams, would you say? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Alabama and A&M and Kentucky are probably a little tick above. But, you know, I, I think Missouri, like you're saying, would probably be the best quarterfinal matchup for Tennessee. That was an even game, a game really that they had won until the final buzzer. Literally. You know, they make a couple free throws at the end there. They win that game. And I, mean, I think Missouri's a good team, but they're an offensive-heavy team. I mean, that, that – Tennessee scored 82 points that game, I believe. 85. Yep. Season high in conference play. So, you know, if, if they're able to score 85 on Missouri, if you get a little better defense, that should be a victory, which would then set up a matchup with Alabama or Mississippi State probably in the semifinals. You know, we saw Tennessee last year run the table, win the SEC tournament. It really got – and the team probably last year was in at least NCAA tournament seeding-wise – was in a worse position going into Nashville, or I guess it was Tampa last year, going into the tournament, conference tournament, than they are this year. This year we're looking right on the three or four line, and as long as you avoid a bad loss, should probably stay there. Um, last year they rode the conference tournament championship to a three seed. Obviously the roster is different, but do you feel like that's something, you know, maybe it's a Rick Barnes thing, just gets his guys to be able to play so well three, four days in a row? Or do you think, you know, that was just a last year thing? Or do you think there's something there? Well, obviously, I feel like they played very well last year. But I think a lot of that had to do with not running into Auburn. Yeah, the, the bracket definitely broke in their favor. It's certainly uh, A&M meeting us in the final as the, the toughest matchup last year was against Kentucky in the semis. So you could definitely say the bracket broke our way. Um, it's probably going to be a little harder this year. But... I, I've got faith that we can put together a string of couple wins. Yeah, I mean, I guess we've talked about this off-air before, but how much does a conference tournament championship even really mean to you this year? I mean, I feel like it was cool to, at least for me, it was cool to accomplish last year, but it would have been a lot cooler if they went somewhere in March. It's kind of something that's like, all right, it different, you know, you have two Sweet 16 teams in Tennessee, you know, back-to-back -back years, let's say, and one won the conference tournament. All right, that puts them a little tick above, but... If you win the conference tournament and lose in the second round, it, it really doesn't do anything for me personally. I don't know. How, how do you feel about it? I feel like a conference championship for me personally is more of a nice complementary accomplishment to what you do in the, in the big tournament. I feel like if you win the conference championship like we did last year, but then you go out in the first weekend – it's kind of like looking back on that is more of a disappointment and kind of a joke to other people. But if you can win that as a compliment to maybe saying go to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, a deeper, more meaningful run, then it's a nice thing to have. But it can't be the priority. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think anyone, any basketball, college basketball fan, you know, it's all about March Madness. At the end of the day, what do teams play for? They play to get to March Madness. They don't play to win their conference championship. So I, I completely agree. If Tennessee loses 
to South Carolina but makes the Final Four, nobody's going to care or complain or even remember that loss to South Carolina. Not at all. So it's just a nice little run to have in your belt. I agree. Um, so what's your expectation? How, how far do you see this team going in the conference tournament? For me, I've, I've got us going to the, to the semifinals. I think you shouldn't have too much trouble on Thursday. You showed up South Carolina twice. It wasn't close. So you've got the clear advantage there if you play Ole Miss. If, you're, if we're as good as we think we are, you, you expect to win Thursday. You expect to get the rematch with Mizzou. And I think if things break our way, I expect to get to the semis. Now, I, I would assume we see Bama on Saturday if we make it there, which I don't know how I feel about a rematch in that. I feel like maybe the first matchup was we probably pulled through with a little bit of TBA magic. So I don't know how I feel about seeing them on – on a neutral site, but I've got us going to Saturday. I agree. I think, and I wouldn't be shocked to see them make the finals. I really just think that maybe the way Barnes coaches defense travels a lot more than offense does, especially come tournament time, you know, there might be a way that they can string together some wins here and probably give us false hope going into the, the more meaningful tournament. But semifinals for me, I, I do expect Tennessee to beat Missouri on Friday. Now moving on to the baseball team. They swept Gonzaga this past weekend, you know, put up a ton of runs in that series. Dropped an extra inning game to Boston College last night. Boston College is a good ball club. They've won 11 in a row. Moorhead State now comes to town this coming weekend. Tennessee baseball, obviously this year, has more losses than they did for a large portion of last season. I mean, they're already at three, I believe. Took them a while to get three losses last year. Do you? I do think it was unrealistic to expect this team to be a carbon copy of last year. You lost so much talent, and it's not – I don't think Tennessee baseball is like Alabama football or Duke basketball where you can just plug and play guys at any position you lose someone to the league. Worried, concerned, just early season struggles. Do you, do you think this Tennessee baseball team – I mean, they're ranked number three currently. Is there anything to worry about with these couple early season losses? In my opinion, no. I mean – Tony Vitale has proven himself to be a good coach, but that doesn't mean it's to the point where you can lose, was it eight starters in the field? Something like that. Something like that, and and just be the same team you were last year. So I, I kind of expected a, a bit of a drop-off. Uh, it's, it's, it's early March, but um, no, I'm not too concerned looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, I agree. It's so early. I mean, once conference play starts, I feel like you'll get a better gauge for where this team's at and kind of what the expectations should be. But, I mean, they had some base running blunders last night, which that's stuff that's controllable. That's not talent. That that's, you know, Tony Vitello is very frustrated post-game. He said they deserve to lose because base running issues, stuff like that, bunning the baseball, et cetera, errors, that's not really talent. That's just, you know, being locked in, et cetera. But we'll, we'll hope, hopefully the Moorhead State Series, they can sweep that, build on some momentum again, not fall too far in the rankings. Another announcement I wanted to touch on that kind of got swept under the rug with all the different Tennessee sports going on. The spring game, which is next month, April 15th, they announced tickets are $5. Do you have any feelings, thoughts about that? I saw some people on Twitter kind of upset with it. I mean, being students, we're used to paying $10 for Alabama game tickets, so it's it's not, we probably don't get hit the same way the regular fan does, but do you feel like they should be charging for the spring game? Uh, maybe not, but it doesn't bother me too much personally, as long as the money's going to the right place. You know, I mean, 
if, if you're a season ticket holder or, or someone who spends tons and tons of money to go to every game, then maybe this bothers you a little bit. But us being students, only spending, you know, a total of $70, $80 to go to every home game, this it's not a huge a drop deal in the me. bucket. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and, I mean, I enjoy the spring game. I went two years ago, I believe. And I remember seeing Hendon Hooker. That was his first ex- my first exposure to him as a Tennessee volunteer. And I remember coming away from the spring game being like, this guy better not be our starting quarterback going into the next year. And then, lo and behold, Joe Milton gets benched, and the rest is history. So I think it'll be fun, too. To, we'll talk about it more, you know, once it's April. But it should be fun. I mean, $5, you get to go see Nico play. Some of these guys that we're excited about, I don't think it's really a big deal at all. Um, a listener question, and this circles back to the SEC tournament. It asked us, what is our prediction for the SEC tournament? Who wins? The whole thing, not just how Tennessee does, but just overall. Um, you want to start or you want me to start? You can go. All right, so I've got my semifinals. I've got Tennessee beating Missouri to get to the semifinals. In the top half, you got Mississippi State plays Alabama, plays Florida. The winner of that plays Alabama in the quarters. I think Mississippi State beats Florida. I could see them beating Alabama. I really think Alabama might have peaked too early. Ever since that Brandon Miller gun stuff, they have been not the same team. I mean, they're still winning games, but Arkansas was a four-point game. Auburn went to OT. They lost to Texas A&M. They, they went to overtime with South Carolina. Tennessee beat South Carolina by a combined like 83 points this season. So I think they might have peaked a little too soon. It might, you know, I saw some that I definitely agreed with might be similar to Auburn last year. Auburn last year was top three in the country, long portions of the season. Then towards the end of conference play in a conference tournament, they struggled and they go out in the second round of the NCAA tournament. So I would not be shocked to see Mississippi State beat Alabama. I don't think it happens. I think Bama gets the semis and ends up beating Tennessee in that rematch, getting to the finals. Lower half of the bracket, you got A&M two seed, Kentucky three seed. A&M playing the winner of Arkansas, Auburn. Man, I want to believe in this Auburn Arkansas basketball team. I they have so much talent. They got Nick Smith back. I think Eric Musselman's a great coach, but they just all the metrics love them too, but they really haven't done a whole lot. I mean, they had Kentucky last weekend, Kentucky starting point guards out, and they couldn't find a way to beat them. But I do think they get by Auburn. I think A and M beats Arkansas, goes to the semis. And then I think Kentucky gets by Vanderbilt. Although, watch out for Vanderbilt. They've probably been playing as Good as anyone else. I mean, Kentucky Vanderbilt might have been the two best teams in the SEC the last two or three weeks of the season. I guess you'd throw A&M in, A&M in there as well. You know what? I'm gonna get, I, There's no way the top four of the top five are in the semis. I'm going to go Bama beats Tennessee, gets to the finals. I'm going to go Kentucky beats Arkansas to get to the finals. I got Arkansas beating A&M. And then Kentucky, Alabama. I'm going to go Kentucky. I think Kentucky's... I think Kentucky and Alabama are kind of going on different trajectories right now, and Kentucky's a team I don't think anyone wants to play in the NCAA tournament, and if they add a conference tournament championship going into March, they'll be very scary. I think there's just so much talent on that team, and they're finally learning how to play together. I'll start at the bottom. I've got Vanderbilt uh, on Friday beating the winner of Georgia LSU, probably the worst matchup of the bracket. Uh, I got... I'll just go. I'll just go straight to my semifinals. I've got Auburn upsetting A and M. 
So we both have A&M going out in the quarters. Interesting. Yeah. And I've got them playing Kentucky. On the top half of the semis, like I said earlier, I think Tennessee will be there on Saturday, the revenge game against Mizzou. And then I think I think Bama gets it done and is also there on Saturday. And I've got – I think Bama will get the best of us on Saturday, advance to the championship, and I think Kentucky will take down Auburn. I still think Bama is the best team in the SEC. I agree with you. They've been a little shaky lately, but I've got Alabama winning it all on Sunday. All right, so you got Alabama over Kentucky. I got Kentucky over Bama. We'll see how those pan out. Obviously, we'd both love for Tennessee to prove us wrong and win the whole thing, but I I just don't see it. And I don't think that's a big deal. Like we said earlier, I don't think it's I don't think you panic if they even if they lose to Mizzou. You know, it's all about next weekend, not this weekend. We've accomplished that SEC tournament. We you know cleared that hurdle. It's on it's on to the big dance. Um, you got anything else? Before we wrap this up, um, Tennessee needs a clutch player that can close game in five in the final five. We haven't won a clutch game all year. Yeah, we can touch on that real quick. Tennessee has not won a game this year when trailing with under five minutes to play. That is very alarming. That to is me. extremely problematic. I bet Vanderbilt's done it. I mean, LSU might have done it. There are you know, Vanderbilt you have did it to us. Good teams, great teams, don't look up with five minutes to go, two minutes, down two, and think, all right, we're in trouble. And that's very scary because in March, you're eventually, if you want to make a run, you're going to run into a situation like that, and they have not been able to do it. And I think it's what we've always been saying. They don't have the guy that can just take over the game. Um, so that happened again in Auburn, and that's very concerning. That's a great point that you just made. And hopefully that you know, would be awesome if, like, the Mizzou game, they could find a way to change that trend. Just something to you know, give a little confidence going into the big dance. Like we said, should be a three or four seed. Next time we talk to you, might just be me depending on where Davis is. He's going to the beach for a little bit. Um, I'll actually be at the SEC tournament Friday night. I don't think I'll be seeing Tennessee play, but should be exciting nonetheless. So next week we'll have a full breakdown of Tennessee's, you know, the bracket will be out, where they stand, how we think they will do in their – first and second round matchups we'll have a full preview show for that devoted just to that whether it's just me or me and davis keep following us on instagram and twitter again our instagram is at regarding rocky top our twitter is at regarding rt subscribe and download give a like if you enjoy the podcast thanks for listening (laughs) 